Hey guys, it is Saturday. I am so excited to be sitting down and talking with you guys. Now, let me tell you, right? Last episode, I wanted to try something different and I did, but I think when you when you try something new, right? You can't account for the things that are going to go wrong. I tried something new. I I I had an idea, but I didn't execute it right. Um did I love last episode? Yes, I just believe that I have to find a better way to execute it and to really implement all the ideas that I have swirling around in my head. But we're going to kind of stay with the same format um, just because I did like how that episode flowed. Um, this episode, there will be no music because that was so complicated and difficult. And I need to find a better way to make that happen than how I did it, okay? Short and sweet, that's how it is, but we're moving on. Also, last episode, it was only on Spotify exclusively, which was okay, you know what I mean? But limiting it wasn't helpful for me because it was like, how do you direct someone to only go to one app when before it was on multiple? So... I don't know, y'all. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, this week has literally been a bunch of highs and a bunch of lows. I think the highs kind of outshine the lows. So it was like, it happened, but then I moved on very quickly. And all of my highs were so random. Like, I was leaving the gym, I believe, on... What's today? Today's Friday. So I was leaving the gym on Tuesday, y'all. And I got a call that was like, amazing news, amazing news. And I was like, love that for me. And then last night, which was Friday night, actually Friday night, Thursday night, but really Friday morning because I was laying in bed and I checked my app and I got a bunch of messages and I'm like, who is sending me all these messages? So I open it and more good news and it was literally like two in the morning and I'm like oh my god like all these random little blessings were just like falling out of nowhere and I was just like oh, okay like even though I had like um some health random issues it was like oh, okay cool like that outshined whatever was going on health wise but I'm good we're back nonetheless so jumping right on in because that was just a long-winded intro to say, how y'all doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> I hope y'all had a good week. I hope everyone had a blessed week and, you know, we made it Saturday. This week um, kind of flew by and yeah, it's been freezing cold, but as to be expected, there's no snow, so I'm thankful for that. But anyways, we're going to roll over into some brief, brief, brief pop culture I did want to mention um so there is a young woman who was found dead um I assume she was murdered in her home she was 23 years old she lived in Connecticut um her name was Lauren Smith and it's reported that she met an older man off a dating app and then you know, subsequently, she was found dead in her apartment. And this is a really sad story, but it's also a sad story because I feel like right now we're in a time where we're highlighting, you know, sugar babies and um, 
you know, dating up and like leveling up and like, you know, trying to trick men to get them to trick on you and all of these things. And no one really talks about the severity of that. Like there are people who will prey on you knowing that you're trying to target and prey on them. So they'll use what you think is your strength as a weakness. You know what I mean? And that's not saying what that's what happened to this young woman, Lauren in Connecticut. It's just that we have to be aware and we have to um, teach each other the game. Like, really, you know what I mean? Dating apps are cool. You can find success on dating apps, but you really got to be, um, you really got to vet people and check people and make sure that you're not just rolling up and talking to anyone because, or also letting them know where you live and things like that. That's real scary. Um it's really sad. So also what I wanted to mention is I also wanted to tell y'all, y'all gotta go easy on Khloe Kardashian. I understand. I understand. You know, she did some trifling stuff. I get it. I get it. I identify that every man that she's dated publicly, they were dating someone else when they got with her. So basically she was the side chick that then they left their girl for and got, you know, with her. Totally understand. Is that karma coming back to her? Probably. Totally get that. I'm cool with acknowledging that. But here's the thing, right? We got to understand that if our dirty laundry was exposed the way celebrities' dirty laundry is exposed, how would that feel? Because a lot of people have things to say. I see now they're digging up like old tweets of Chloe's and, you know, exes are saying things. Everyone has a comment on what's going on. Like this isn't someone's real life. And I get their celebrity. Maybe you hate them. Maybe you can't stand them. You know, they're culture vultures. They, they appropriate culture. All of this. I get it. I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, this is really someone's life. This is really someone's child. And if your own dirty laundry was blasted across headlines, I think you would react different. I think people get confused with having some type of, um, some sense of humanity just because they feel like, oh, well, it's a celebrity. Everyone talks about them. It's like, but they're also a person too. You know, like they're also a person who goes through things, has to get up, has to read this as well as, you know, us, you know, like we're reading it and we're spectators, but they're living it. So give Khloe Kardashian some grace. Like, is she the best person for us to be like, oh no, we got to stand behind her? No, you know, she's guilty, you know, for some of this as well. Again, like I said, it's karma, but at the end of the day, grace, grace. People make mistakes. A lot of women who are listening to this podcast, y'all have made mistakes. And if your mistakes was plastered across page six, you would be embarrassed and you would want people to shut up. So do the same. You know what I mean? Do the exact same. Also, I don't know if you guys know who these people are. But again, I told you everything that if we talk pop culture, it's not going to be us talking about the people. It's more from like a mature standpoint. So like with Chloe, it's like give people grace. You know what I mean? It's cool to like, I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, don't ever gossip about nobody. Don't ever talk about people because 
to me, it's just not a logical thing. Like, we're going to talk. Like, that's that's just what life is. You're going to talk. You know what I mean? No one sits down and talks business 24-7. At some point, you're going to, you know, you're going to gossip. You're going to, you know, it's just like we you spent your whole time in high school, elementary school, be like, oh, my God, did you hear what's, like, that's just what people do. They gossip. It, they just talk. You know what I mean? Now, when you take it to heart and that's what you do for a living and you're invested and you're not getting paid for it, that's different. But, you know, anyways. So, there is a, I don't, I mean, now she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, but prior to, she wasn't. Fallon. Fallon, she was a star on Real Housewives of Atlanta, if you're unfamiliar. Um, her co-star, who is Portia, I don't know Portia's last name, maybe Williams, I don't know, girl. But Portia then started dating Fallon's soon-to-be ex-husband, now I assume ex-husband, Simon so cool fallon has now divorced her ex-husband simon fallon is dating a new man um portia is with simon they were co-stars they're no longer co-stars that's the gist my mature stance on this because what happened was i don't know if it was portia's birthday or simon's birthday i don't know who birthday it was but Simon got a tattoo of Portia's name on his back. And, of course, it was all over the blogs, right? And Fallon's new man had comments about it. But he had comments about a post that Simon made. It was it was just a lot. Like, I'm not really here to, like, break it down, but it was a lot. What I will say, though, and... I hope this comes across um in the manner that I want it to do if you have not moved on from someone shut up shut up if you still feel the need to follow what your ex is doing what they're saying what they're posting you're not over them so it would be a good idea for you to anything pertaining to them especially with like your friends and things like that just shut up you know what I mean block their name block anybody who tags you in it block friends and family who send you stuff about them just block it all out because when you start to like always have to bring them up or mention something about them or talk about them it, it just looks real crazy I'm not gonna lie to you it just looks real crazy and I think a lot of men and women do this they check to see what their ex is doing or they want to comment on it or they'll have like a friend comment on it or like a friend write a comment about it or put up a post and it's like why are you so concerned why are you so concerned you know what I mean if you are so happy and you're so in love and you're in bliss with your new person then do that because not for nothing any real man or woman who sees you having so much energy invested into your ex should feel like you're not over that person or how can you give all your love and attention to this situation when you're so focused on that situation what they got going on what they doing with their life it's weird it's bitter it makes you seem crazy it's just it's 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 just not okay and I want for women like Fallon who call themselves to have moved on to have left toxic environments to just no longer focus on what the other person's doing 
Let them live their life. If they want to go and get tattoos and if they want to participate in craziness and put up whatever they do, let them do that in peace. But you mind your business. And if and if you feel like you can't or you feel like you aren't strong enough yet to kind of let them do what they want to do, block them. Block. Block their number. Block their Facebook. Block their Instagram. Block their Twitter. Block it all out. So that at some point you don't even realize that they're blocked until like randomly maybe like you see them in a video on someone else's page. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't know, girl, but they just come up randomly and then you're like, oh, I totally forgot about them. But checking for someone constantly, it's it just don't sit right in my spirit. And I feel like we got to get to a place where we just let that go you know what I'm saying now and talking about blocking people as far as dating don't be afraid to drop your toxic family members this whole situation with Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears is out of control I feel like Jamie Lynn Spears now that Britney has gotten her um just gotten her life back you know what I mean and people are now like full on in support of her and like just really rallying behind her now she wants to make Britney out to be the bad person when the whole time there was so much evidence that she that Jamie Lynn also was contributing to all of the nonsense that Britney was going through so now it's like you can't then come back and point the finger at me that's the thing about I know everyone has seen this when you point the finger at someone three fingers are pointing back at you and a lot of times our family, they don't want to be held accountable. I love that word. A lot of our family members don't want to be held accountable. They want to kind of remain in their toxic behavior. And they don't want you to say, hey, what you did was fucked up. I don't appreciate it. And maybe if you acknowledge it, we can then move on. But if you can't acknowledge it or if you want to twist and turn and manipulate the situation so you seem like the person that was hurt or the victim that we don't need to we don't need to um talk anymore associate you know sometimes it's okay to just walk away from family when they're like that you know what I mean especially when they put on public displays that was always my biggest thing people who put on public displays of trying to make you look crazy or make you be the like delusional one when they're being irrational and like manipulative Whew, that literally sends me. I don't know if it's a triggering thing, but people who put on public displays of manipulation is absolutely like a huge red flag, a huge no-no for me because that means that your level of manipulation knows no bounds. Like you won't even try to manipulate me one-on-one. -on -one. Like you sit in my face and try to manipulate me. That'll irk me. But it's when you try to let everyone else see how you're going to manipulate the situation. No, baby. I can't do it. Cannot. And that's what Jamie Lynn Spears is doing. She sat down, did this whole drawn out interview, and, 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 and it was just weird to me. Like, girl, people who have been following this, people who are huge Britney Spears fans who are invested, they know all of the manipulation and, and, and all the craziness that you're doing. So... Why go through that? You know what I mean? Because all you're doing is further pulling you and your sister apart as, 
and I don't know. It just blows my mind. I hate it so much. People like that really just, mm, you know, they get under my skin. And last but not least, and speaking of, um, pop culture, things going on, um, I wanted to mention there's a whole situation going on, especially because now y'all, I don't know if y'all are on Twitter, I have been on Twitter a lot, and there's a lot of conversation going on around Trey Songs. Now, I'm someone who loves Trey Songs, big, 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 big Trey Songs fan, so I'm a little hesitant to be like, oh, can't listen to his music because of these rape and sexual abuse allegations and things like that. But what I will say is, if you know someone is doing that or is, you know, raping women, abusing women sexually, all of those kind of things, um, especially if you're a man, you should really sit that person down and or talk to people around that person, like their close friends, siblings, mother, what have you. Um, because that's some type of shit that can be, it can be nipped in the bud. Because sometimes men do things and don't realize what they're doing. Like, there was a clip of, on um, on TikTok, there's a clip of a young, I think she's now, she's huge, but at the time she was in a smaller group. I don't know her, like now I don't know her name, but... She was in a smaller group and she was at a radio station. They asked her, you know, what's like any, a weird encounter that you had with a celebrity? And she was like, oh, I don't know if I should say this. And then it like, they basically made her think that the cameras weren't rolling. And she was like, oh, it's with Trey Songs, And we were at a party and I went into like a room where there was like a bar with like nobody there. And then he came in and he like pushed her against the door and like tried to like real, be real like sexual. And she was just like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, oh, you're not into that. And she was just like, uh, and he was like, oh, don't worry about it. And like walked away from her. But it's like, he probably thinks that move works. Like just rolling up on a woman being aggressive. Like, oh, look at me. I'm fine. I'm Trey Songs. He probably thinks that works. But in actuality, no, because some women, they may be like, oh, maybe he wants me to do this. And I, ha you know, it's like, whatever, you get it. But if your friends, as a man, if you see your friends doing something like that, being real rapey, being real creepy, um, you should check it. You should check it. And if you're a woman who has brothers and sisters and cousins and you see that same kind of in energy, that same rapey, creepy, you know, mm, we don't like it type of behavior, check it, you know, because a lot of things get swept under the rug, swept under the rug for years and years and years. And then when it blows up, it's like, had it been one woman it's still too much, honestly, but had it been one, two women, it's like, oh, okay. But then you get into the R. Kelly situation where it's women on women on women on women on women. And then it's like, whoa, this is a problem now because you kept doing this. You know what I mean? So I don't know what's going on. I don't know how his team is going to handle that. I feel like a lot of these women are going to be paid off. A lot of these women are going to get a settlement and it's going to be deuces you know, here's an apology from Trey, probably on some, like, legal paper, and live your life. 
That's what I feel. But you know what? That's just me. And lastly, okay, for all the groupies out here who are coming with these stories, I know y'all are, like, going to, like, Adam22 and, like, No Jumper and all these things and you want to, like, put out your weird stories. Um, we don't care about condoms and hot sauce and things like that. So, yeah, um, no, we don't care. I feel like a lot of y'all want to tell us too much stuff. And it's a lot of groupies. It's a, it's, it's a lot of groupie behavior. It's a lot of clout chasing behavior. And it's weird. Um, it sets the precedent that people who aren't as quote unquote well known have to also do clout chasing behavior. And um, we don't like it. Okay. I feel like in 2022, we no longer should have to chase after clout. You know, it's just, mm -hmm, it's not necessary. But leaving the world of pop culture alone, um, learning from celebrities' mistakes is what I would like to call it. We will learn from their mistakes and, and, and learn not to do what they do, right? I want to talk to you guys about pivoting. This came to me because, again, I told y'all, this week has been up and down, down and up, and back again. And I don't know. I was like, I don't know how to phrase, right, what is happening to me. So as I'm like just thinking back on what this week has been like, I was like, oh, it's just kind of like a moment of pivot, you know? And the definition of pivot, since, you know, I feel like if we know the definition, they will understand what I'm talking about. The definition, the verb of pivot is turn on or as if on a pivot. So that's rotate, turn, revolve, spin, swivel. You get it. And I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times... We don't, um, we don't tap into that pivotal moment in our lives because like for me, I have very recently, very recently, a distinct moment where something was like pivot. Every, it was like fireworks and alarm bells and everything just went off in my mind and I just knew to pivot but the thing about it is, when we pivot, we have to stay on that path, on that course. You can't do a turn and then turn back around. There's like, once you pivot, you want to avoid the U-turn, if you will, right? So once you make that spin, um, once you make that go around, once you make that right or that left, we don't want to then do a U-turn and go back to where we just came from. Because then we'll backtrack and obviously we'll end up where we once were, right? So I think I learned a lot about pivoting because I realized that I didn't have to I didn't have to try to be who I already was. Meaning, 
that, okay, how do I explain this in the best way, y'all? I don't know the best way to describe this. Um, I can only just walk you through how, how I got here. I was listening to Run It Up by Tyler, the creator. And in the beginning, he was talking about how people always found him weird. People always was like, yo, like, what's wrong with him? Like, who does this guy think he is? Like, they used to make fun of him. And he was just like, he had the confidence to just be like, yeah, okay, I'm st like, I'm still who I am, you know, like you, all of your thoughts and opinions, I'm weird, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out there, I'm an outcast, whatever, I'm still me, and he said he stuck to just being him, and now he's that nigga, like, now I'm him, you know what I mean, like, now everything you thought was weird about me, you try to do, you try to copy, you try to be, and so, listening to that song, I was like, oh, I got it. I completely understood that you don't have to chase or, or, um, I don't want to say you don't have to level up because level up could be in so many things, but I'm just saying you don't have to go after a certain type of being when you're already them. I think everything that we need is in us. But until you have that pivotal moment of being like, oh, I keep I keep putting myself off course, trying to obtain something that I already am, right? So if I'm like, let's say I'm walking in line and I'm like, you know what? I want to be in a luxury lifestyle. I want to dress a certain way. I want to eat a certain way. I want to be disciplined in a certain way. Half the time, you're already on that course. You're already on that path. But what happens is when you start to compare yourself to other people or you start to let other people influence you or you start to let other people's opinions, you know, filter in, then you might make a U-turn or you might try to go off course when you just have to stay on course. And that pivotal moment for me came and I was like, oh, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to chase anything or I don't have to overcompensate or do any of the extras. I can just be me because I'm already enough and I'm already on the exact path that I need to be on. And I think that's important. Especially in the climate of social media. I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with social media. Um, I see a lot of talk on, especially now since um, Ariana Fletcher, she was pulled from Savage X Fenty. Everyone's like, oh, she's not a celebrity. She's not someone to look up to. She's not this. She's not that. Yada, yada. And I get it. But. In this day and age when all we really have is, like, of course there is life outside of social media, but most of us sit on social media. If we're just looking at that and interacting with that, it's kind of hard to to have that moment or that pivotal moment of thinking like, okay, I don't have to... Um, I don't have to be anybody else. 
I don't have to adjust or fix or manipulate or come up with some grandiose scheme. I don't have to do nothing. I just got to be. I just have to be. And I have to really get focused. I think that the the wildest part about stepping into a new year, if you really want to change and if you really want to be about doing something different and really walking into a new chapter of your life, you're going to have to pivot. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're going to have to pivot. You're going to have to make a turn and you're going to have to stick the course and focus on whatever it is that you want. And it's quite... I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's exhilarating. It's almost like a rush of like, I don't know, of just realization. I told you it's like an epiphany. It's like a, a light bulb goes off in your head and you're like, oh. And you stop, you stop, um, you stop acknowledging a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff doesn't need to be acknowledged. It doesn't need to be thought about you don't even care so much falls off of you when you take that moment of being like no more u-turns no more detours no more distractions no more you know letting this filter in and that filter in and no more of that i've i've made the turn i'm focusing on the path and i'm gonna make it do what it do I don't know how else to really articulate that because we're almost, what, halfway through February now? I feel like we got maybe two more weeks of February, um, if that. And the months are going to start flying by. (laughs) Let's be honest. These months are going to start flying by. And if you continue to do the same thing that you did every other year, um, then you're going to just get the same result. It's no, it's no other way to put it. You're going to get the same result. And I think a lot of us don't realize we're getting the same result because we feel like maybe one or two things changed or we did one monumental thing, but all in all, it was the same behavior. You got to make a pivot. You got to make a sharp, sharp turn. Okay? You want to make a full, <laughs> you want a 180. You just want to, real quick, turn it around. Turn it around, turn it out. No more, no more of, I don't know, trying to create your own path, if you will. You don't got to do that. I think if you want to cultivate and have the life that you want, then you just do it. That's where I'm at right now. You just do it. Because a lot of things fell into play. Like I told you guys, this week was up and down, up and down. But most of the things that were up, they fell into place because I just did it. I didn't um, I didn't worry about what this person might think or that person might think or what this person might be curious about or what that person might want to say. or. I, no, I didn't care and I don't care. I feel like that's another pivotal moment for me is not caring. I tapped into something other than everybody else. I tapped into something way deeper. I tapped into me and just being me. 
groundbreaking. It was actually groundbreaking. And I mean, I appreciate that it happened. Wish it would have happened sooner. Hey, not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I just feel like um, when the moment happens, when you have that like epiphany, that like poof, that, oh, okay, here's what I gotta do. When you have that moment, it is, wow, game changing. Um, and it's hard to say when that moment will happen. So, of course, you're not going to listen to this episode and then just completely pivot. You're not. I think your pivotal moment, your, your pivotal moment comes when you see things outside of yourself. When you can actually, like, it's almost like an out-of-body experience. When you step outside of yourself and you can take a look and assess things all within, like, a few hours you assess things and be like oh, okay I see everything for what it is and I know the common denominator the common denominator is me because it's all me you know what I mean it's it's all me it's all within me I have control um and I'm steering this ship so now we gotta we gotta we gotta make a hard hard left up out of here we got to. And I I don't know. I'm someone who, again, if you want to do New Year's resolutions, do it. But also understand, we get 365 days a year. We have 24 hours in every day. And we get seven days a week. And we get, on average, four weeks in a month and there's 12 months in a year so you have so much time so much time to stumble like for my myself I stumbled across my pivot I didn't even realize what was happening I just was like oh okay and it dawned on me and like I don't know it felt good I'll say that but you have time you have time to find that moment where everything clicks. Everything clicks. Everything just falls into place. You you don't have to really question it. You don't have to think too hard. It just all makes sense. And when things, you know, die out or fall away or, you know, there's a disconnect or anything like that, if it and it, and it wasn't like attached to this pivot, it is what it is you know what I mean it is what it is and I love that I love that I wish that it um I wish that it would fall on a lot of you because a lot of times when you when you pivot in life it could feel like I mean for me it felt exhilarating because I'm someone who looks for signs in life and I'm someone who looks for that like aha moment you know but if you're used to following a course or feeling like you have control when you come to that moment of like okay here's where you gotta pivot it's going to feel like oh I might be failing at this or I might have failed at that um 
But when you acknowledge that it's a pivot, then you understand like, oh, wait, no, no, no. This is an opportunity, right? This is an opportunity for me to do something new, for me to for me to tap into something else, for me to go after something different and really stand in it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to juggle too much or I don't have to concern myself with too much. I can just acknowledge that we took a left and now we're going we're, we're going down this road and we're going to stick with it. And when you and when you pivot, it's a beautiful thing because everything that once felt crazy to to you prior to this pivot, it won't feel crazy. It'll just feel like it makes sense because it does. It's like, I don't even, I can't really explain it. I, I don't know if anyone else, if you've experienced that pivot, please let me know. Um, I see so many people, you know, starting different businesses and like going after their dreams and like, you know, investing into different stuff. So I think a lot of us are catching that, that pivot of like, okay, yeah, I could just do this. And it's not a moment of like failing or or anything like that. It's just like I don't know. There's a there's I have a new outlook now. And that outlook makes so much more sense than anything else I've experienced. Anything else I've experienced. Because a lot of times prior to me coming to this moment in this this pivotal moment in my life. Sometimes things felt like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it or I can't do it or or, or I, I don't think I can afford to do it. And it's like you get that pivotal moment of like, it's now or never. It's now or never. never. Here's the opportunity. Here's the open door. Are you going to walk through? Right? Are you going to walk through or are you going to continue to walk down this path that you think you've laid out for yourself trying to chase after something that's not really um, who you are. What will you do? That's my question to you guys. What will you do when it's time to pivot? Sometimes you may be pushed into it. I personally felt like I was pushed into my pivot. I feel like I was kind of teetering on like, am I going to be different? Like, what's it going to give? How? And it was just like, boom, this is what you're going to do. So, what will you do when you are faced with that pivotal moment in your life of embracing your past, right? Or accepting an unknown opportunity. Because an unknown opportunity is a new beginning. It's going to be scary. You don't know what's on the other side. You don't know who's on the other side. What do you do? But which side are you going to embrace? Which side are you going to, which door, I guess I should say, right? Which door are you going to walk through? Because you only get one shot. You only get one shot to make the choice. And... I think a lot of us are scared of it. I think when it comes up, when it's like, okay, um, you know, 
this could be a pivotal moment for me, right? Like some of you guys, right, you're listening to this and it's like, man, this could be a pivotal moment for me where I just, I say screw it and I say goodbye to everything I thought I knew and I put myself in a new position to do something new, to attack a new opportunity, to bring in new people, to bring in new opportunities, um, new beliefs, um, new values, change my you know, environment, whatever. Y'all, y'all know what I mean, right? Change it up. Will I do it? Will I do it? And will I be committed to it? Will I focus on it? Will I be disciplined when I'm set on a new path? The best way to do that I have found in complete honesty, I'm someone who... I like to have a, um, I like to have planners. I like to have, you know, notebooks and, 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 and what, what have you, right? I like to write things down. But if you get a planner, I don't know if I've shared this before, probably have. If you get a planner or a journal or whatever, Um, they have like, if you go to Target, they have habit trackers where you can like track the habits you want to have and all the great fun things like that. If you get something like that, make sure that when you are planning out your day, you're planning out your day according to your, the, the moment where you've pivoted and you've changed, right? And you're architecting your life and you're laying it out and you're mapping it out and you're constructing it in a way that is new a lot of people get planners and things like that and and they create a schedule that that they're already doing if you want to do something different you can't create a lifestyle where you live and do the same exact things and again i always tell you it boils down to the simple things if you want to create a new life for yourself and like let's say you've always been going to one gym You've always been going to that gym, but now you're like, you know what? I need to pivot and I need to change. I need to do something different. Go to a different gym. See different people at the gym. Interact with different people at the gym. Um, If you go to the gym and you always wear black outfits, try buying colorful outfits. Um, If you're someone who, you know, always got your nails done at one place, find someone else that does really great nails. And I mean, granted, it is hard. It is hard to find a good nail tech. But if you do, (laughs) if you can find a new nail tech, go to a new nail tech that's not in your city or in your town and explore somewhere else. Um, If you're someone who, like me, I was never a coffee drinker. I'm still not a huge coffee drinker. I do like espresso. I don't know if espresso is coffee. Listen, y'all could tell me, but I love espresso. Espresso is so good. Um... So now I do that, you know, I changed it up. Now I drink espresso, I'm espresso girl. So yeah, just try to do things that are different. So if you get a planner, put different things in the planner. Like if you always go to the same Dunkin' on the same corner, go to the Starbucks that's maybe five minutes out the way, but it's different. Give yourself something different to attach to you trying to change your lifestyle, your life, who you want to be. You can't just continue to create a life. You can't, okay. You can't say, let's start there. You can't say you want to create a different life and still plan for your old life. It just, 
it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense so me I'm not a morning person but let me tell you what I do I have a whole tablet that's set up and the start of the day is 4 a.m. And guess what? This morning, I actually, my first thing in the morning is morning gratitude. So I get up, I pray. If I feel like, you know, I need to write down some of my gratitude, then I write it down. But I got up and I did it this morning. Did I go to the gym though? No, I was supposed to go to the gym at five o'clock. And I said, you know what? That's pushing it. <laughs> that is honestly pushing it. I'm, uh-uh, no, mm-mm. On a Friday, girl, no. But, you know, baby steps, okay? <laughs> baby steps. We just do a little bit at a time, but we stay on track. We stay on track, we stay disciplined, okay? I don't know. I've been all over the place. I just, you know... I don't know. I'm in a I'm in a good place right now, y'all. I'm in a really, really good place. And I just as a community, you know what I mean? For us black and brown girls and boys, I just want us to really like 2020, 2021, even 2019, 2018, black people were really getting to it. You know what I mean? Granted, 2020, some of y'all was scamming, but we was, relatively, most of us were getting to it and getting money, buying properties, doing this, doing that, buying land, doing vending machines. Like, we were really getting to it. And I want that energy to stay, but I want it to grow and I want it to maximize. So you have to ask yourself, when that moment comes and it's time for me to pivot, it's time for me to change, it's time for me to attack this differently. Will I be ready to step up to the challenge? Because it's going to be challenging. Nothing worth having is going to be easy. If you feel like you want something easy, don't even consider it. Like, if you feel like, oh, my life is trying to shift and pull me somewhere different, girl, walk away. Call it quits. Throw in a towel, girl. Just don't, don't even acknowledge it. Especially if you think it's going to be easy. Because, baby... <laughs> What it will not be is easy. I can tell you that for sure. Nothing about it is going to be easy. But if you're like myself, why would we settle for something easy? The bigger the risk, the greater the reward. And I want us to be risk takers. I want us to see a pivot and be like, ooh, get excited like I did. I don't know. I don't know. I've said all that to say life is changing. Things are happening. And scare money don't make no money. So if you're frightened or if you feel like you're not ready and you kind of want to continue to live your old life, then baby, do that. No one's going to judge you. But if you want something that's out of the ordinary, that's extraordinary, that's groundbreaking, that's revolutionary, then when it's your turn to make that pivot, when you are called and it's like, hey, you can do this or you could do that, make sure you do that. And with that being said, I will be talking to you guys next Saturday. 
hopefully we can start to work out some things i'm really just trying to put some things in motion but it's just so complicated but i'm working out my schedule i'm working it out okay that's what it's all about We're just working it out we got 24 hours seven days a week and we just got to figure it out i'm someone who i don't know i go with the flow i i i, I don't really like routine but i try to implement it just so i'm not all over the place because that gets chaotic but anyway it's been great talking to you guys I'll be talking to you guys next Saturday. Again, if you have any thoughts, opinions, you know, let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. We could talk about it. Um, And yeah, I'll be talking to you later. Bye.